This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Logan, uh, good afternoon. Hello. Um, this week, the government has said that Premier League clubs uh, should help EFL teams um, before the government do. And I just wondered what your thoughts on that were. Do you think that's the right way to go about it? And do you think that the Premier League team should do that, help clubs lower down the football pyramid in this country? Yeah, in general, I think that um, people in a better position should help people in a lesser good position, 100%. Um, for me, it's I, I don't understand this, the structure 100%. In, in Germany, the, the first and the second league is obviously um, in the same, what is that? Like the, the, the DFL in Germany, uh, Bundesliga, is Bundesliga 1 and 2, so they are together, so they have to share the problems if you want, uh, and that maybe makes things sometimes slightly easier. Um, yeah, it's it's difficult. I don't think I don't think there's a general answer. Yeah, I think we um, people in a better position should help other people. But uh, the position in this moment is for all 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 clubs not really easy. How we all know, um, I I don't know really why how the government finds time honestly to think about that. I thought they have enough to do um, with other things. But I, I get it. I get it 100%. So yes, football should try to help themselves, ourselves, however you would say it. That's, I agree in that 100%. The squad showed its strength last night. Extremely good performance, some great goals and lots of young players impressing as well. But notably no Rian Brewster last night. I just wondered if you had any update on his situation. Have you had any inquiries and do you expect him to leave before the transfer deadline? Look, um, should not surprise you as um, transfers um, or these kind of things we don't really speak about. No transfer rumors, no, 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 nothing else. So it's he was not a squad, right? You can make of it what you want. Um, it's um, nothing really to say about. Otherwise, we have to talk constantly about these kind of things, and we don't do that. So um, yeah, no, no news. Jürgen, as you know, this is going out on the football show on Sky Sports News. And there's a special guest today, Ralph Rangnick, a man I know you know very, very well. Um, he is very keenly listening in. He's passed me a question to ask you uh, specifically. He says that they're all missing Nari Keita in Leipzig. He says that the pair of you spoke a lot about him before you signed him. And he wants to know how you've seen Nabi's development since you brought him here to Liverpool to work with so Ralph is in the, in the show in this moment, or what? He oh. is. He's listening in right now. <laughs> so then, so was, um, yes, Navi is doing really well. Eh? Navi is doing really well for him. It was um, for 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 some reasons. Um, it was in the beginning, slightly. No, not really in the beginning. The very the very the beginning. The very beginning was was really good. So he came in. I didn't speak a lot to him about football. I just wanted to let him do his natural stuff. So that was really good. Then I started coaching him and then it got worse. So, <laughs> um, and that's maybe not the main reason, but then it was a bit unlucky with injuries. So um, that was the main reason. And Nabi had to, to learn the language, um, to, to feel really settled in the squad and all these kind of things. So, um, yeah, he's doing really well. Um, so we take care of him. Um, came on last night, played now the first two league games. So everything is fine. But from my point of view, maybe I, I hope you all know Ralf Rangnick, but he is um, 
one of the best, if not the best, German German coach actually. So he 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 did a lot of good stuff in different clubs. Huh? Changed the whole changed whole clubs in in proper in proper football teams. And um, so nice to have you in England. Yeah, nice. Don't see you, but nice to see you. Yeah. He speaks very highly of you as well, Jürgen. Thank you. Yeah, we met some from time to time. We have a similar idea of football, I think. Hello, oh, Jürgen. I just wonder if you could give us an insight into what it's like facing a Mittal Arteta Arsenal team compared to some of the Arsenal sides you've faced before. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure if I should compare it because that's. Um, but it's um, Mikel Arteta. I think showed uh, in a very, yeah, pretty short period of time that um, he seems to be an exceptional football manager. Obviously, um, because he, the team he sets up now is uh, the structure of the team is 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 absolutely um, exceptional. You can see. Um, the balance between defense and offense is is really good. You can see a lot of things, which um, obviously are pretty helpful in football. Good organization, but um, freedom for the players as well. Uses the players in the right position. So, I have to say, since he's there, he did an, a pretty impressive job, to be honest, um, and uh, changed. I think the whole mood in the club. I'm not sure what, what I don't know exactly about how what the mood was before he arrived, but um, I don't think a lot of people thought at the end of the season he will have he will have won a, um, any any competition or something like that, and he did that um, by winning the FA Cup and um, and winning now the, the the what is it the English Super Cup. Um, and so that's that's pretty impressive, I have to say. So it's a tough, tough, tough opponent, 100%. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. In terms of this Arsenal side, they seem to be at their best playing against the better teams in the league. Why do you why do you think that is, Jurgen? What is it about this this side the top teams find so difficult? Oh, it's a defensive structure, 100%. So they defend properly, I have to say. So they, they um, obviously, all the players are involved in their defending. Yeah? So it's like um, they defend probably in a 5-4-1, um, which is um, when you have quality players in the team, is a pretty, is for the other team a pretty tricky situation. Then with the speed they have um, for the counter-attack, that makes it that, that can cause you some trouble, and that, that's the situation. It's pretty, pretty simple. We we played them now twice, I know, and um, in the in the uh, the Super Cup game, it was um, yeah. We were. It was an open game. We were unlucky in moments, stuff like this. That all, all it's clear. And the, the the league game, I think we helped them slightly on on their toes because that night we 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 gave two we gave two goals. Yeah, we presented the goals on the plate, um, if that makes sense in English. So, or we made we, we made presents. So that's um, that's a little bit like that. That was the, the I think one of one of the few games where we where we had a, in moments we dropped concentration. It was um, late last season, stuff like this, and Arsenal really waiting for these kind of things. And in that game we were really good, apart from two three moments. They, they scored, we didn't score often enough, that's why we lost the game, but it was actually a good game. And uh, that night, I think we could have won, and um, we, but we didn't, and we accept that, obviously. But um, there are, we, we have, how I said, I can say a lot of positive things about Arsenal, because it's true, but um, I think we still have a chance on Monday night. 
Hi, Jürgen. How are you? Good. Hello. Um, 60 matches unbeaten at Anfield, right? a run stretching back to April 2017. Do you know how to home games? Not expecting to lose. No. We'll be actually, the only moment when I think from time to time about that number is when somebody asks me about it. And actually, when I answer this question, I forget it immediately because I'm, again, because I'm absolutely not interested. Um, we did what we did. We tried to win football games. We did that at home in different circumstances. We won football games at home um, at nighttime, at lunchtime, at, um, in different moments with supporters, without supporters. Um, it's, it's our home. We feel really well there. That's true. Um, but it's no secret recipe or whatever what we have and that we don't expect to we never expect to lose to be honest but we don't expect either to to win um it's just we we know we have to we have to work um and we want to deserve three points that what we want to that what we want and um yeah that's it pretty much nothing else to say about the last weekend, there were 44 goals in the premier league which was a record across one weekend so obviously Everybody now wants to score goals. You've got probably the best front three in the Premier League and you've added Diogo Jota. Uh, and you're an attacking coach. So do I deduce from all of that that your team are going to get even better this year than they were last year where they were pretty much unplayable for most of the year anyway? I don't know. Maybe give it a try, but I don't think we were unplayable last year, to be honest. <laughs> it was, um, it, or it didn't feel like this uh, over the whole season, to be honest. It was just um, always really tough, really hard, um, really intense and all that stuff. And that's what we expect this year as well. I don't know if we can be better than last year. I don't know if we were last year better than the year before, just because we had two points more or became champion. Um, we always try to do the right thing in the right moment. And um, yes, we, we are... Uh, offensive orientated team but without a very good defensive structure you have absolutely no no chance so um we won one game in the premier league now 2-0 which uh we saw and you saw obviously uh, in the end against 10 men of chelsea the other one was a 4-3 before that game um or after that game probably people said yeah it's still like it's a bit like circus run Cali up front they score but um, in the defense they 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 struggle um, neither nor, to be honest. Um, it's We don't have a proper defensive struggle or something that, and we are not scoring uh, or cannot stop scoring, let me say it like this. It's really that we try to, to do our absolute best in each game. And that's something I loved in both games so far and something I loved especially last night because um, if the team from last night would have worn, worn a different shirt, I still would have known it's us and that's I like that a lot and um, because this kind of identity we really um, want to make sure everybody can see that. Hi Egan, just wanted to check on the fitness issues ahead of the game, looking at getting back. I think um, um, Joe, you, you asked about injuries right? Yeah. Okay, so I think Joe is um, should be back today in training. Um, that's what everybody told me, and nobody told me something different since now. Um, Billy, the kid, is back in training. Um, Joel, not pretty much. Um, Hendo, not yet. That was clear. 
Um, this game is for sure too early. Um, I think that's it pretty much, if I'm right. Hmm. Oh, you, you have a name in your mind? No. No, no, no. no. Um, on, on, on Thiago, he's only played 45 minutes for you, but would he be ready to start? We will see. We will see. So it's, uh, we, we have a um, few days to train. Some boys have to have to recover from last night, so we will see how we set up against Arsenal. So I, I, I have an idea, but I, why should I make the decision today um, when we have time until Monday? So, um, but he's in, he's in contention, yeah? so for sure. And yeah, let's see. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.